You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast, and we are coming to you live from Orlando, Florida. Indeed. Our hotel room Yeah, in Orlando. It's beautiful outside, 29 degrees, humid. And I brought, I brought my microphone. <laughs> Which caused us a lot of trouble through the airports. <laughs> FYI, if you're bringing microphones, take them out at security. <laughs> yeah, we got caught by uh, a few things there. I don't know what he was looking for, but he's like, is there any food up here? I'm like, no, it's in the bag that you <laughs> already let, let through. Anyway, apparently they were looking for a microphone and some other liquids. A voodoo maybe. band. Oh, the vo- <laughs> he was really intrigued with that. No idea what it was. That was funny. Anyway, we're here. Yeah. Why are we here? Well, we almost lost our room. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby almost came in and took took our room from us. So you want to talk about resilience? Where <laughs> Joanne and I are sitting here. We just got back. We were out farting around all day doing a bunch of touristy things, and we're just laying on the bed relaxing, and <laughs> you hear the the door like when somebody puts the key in the door like. Oh, this door's about to open. And the guy walks in. We're like, hello? He's like, oh, there's somebody in here. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. I knew something was up because, you know, when the TV was on when we came into the room. And usually at hotels, it will say, like, good afternoon or good evening, Joanna or Kevin. But it had a different name on it. I yeah, was like, something was up. This is unusual. Anyway, not like five minutes later, somebody just walks in. Anyway, it's good we came back when we did. Yeah, otherwise, who knows <laughs> what would have happened? I don't know. Anyway, well, it is what it is. So, yeah, why are we here? We are here because Kevin qualified for the Masters Weightlifting Pan Am competition that has been here since Wednesday and goes until tomorrow. He lifted yesterday and it went well. I would say it went according to plan. Yes, and then some. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so for those that don't know, the, the journey leading up to this, um, I just kind of threw my name into the ring, basically, to see if I could do this weightlifting thing. And so I signed up for my first official uh, event last October, and my numbers were, like, decent. It was pretty good. I was happy with them. So I was like, oh, I only need like a little bit more here. I could I could qualify for nationals. And so February rolls around and New Brunswick is hosting their provincials. And <laughs> happy mistake, uh, the, the national qualifying numbers I could hit with my eyes closed. Because you were looking at the wrong number. I was looking at the wrong chart. I was looking at the senior chart and not the master's chart, which I'm, is quite a bit lower. I'm an old fart, so I don't have to lift as much. So anyway, I trained all leading up to that um, to hit numbers that were not supposed to be my numbers, which was fine. Cool. Happy mistake. It just made me a hell of a lot stronger. And uh, 
And so in February at the provincials, um, everything went really well. I also went, uh, I went six for six hitting every single lift Mm -hmm. and I just decided to go for it. I knew what the qualifying numbers were for Pan Ams. And so I needed, I just needed to hit those numbers and I said, screw it. Let's see what happens. So you qualified for nationals with your opener. Yes. So with the first lift, you already qualified for nationals, which was the goal. So anything else above that was just gravy. Yeah. The goal, the the goal at all was not at all to be here. That was just like, maybe, like maybe it'll happen. Like literally soft talk acknowledged. It was not Mm -hmm. the plan. (laughs) So lifts two and three for both lifts went well. And, um, we hit the Pan Am numbers. So I needed a 206 kilo total uh, between my snatch and clean and jerk in order to qualify. So it was on the nose. I hit hit that 206 number and apparently everybody said, oh, you got more in the tank. So you're not done. Here I am. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. We did some fundraising to help get us here. And it's been a pretty awesome journey. So why are we even talking about this? What we're talking about resilient humans. Um, There's a couple things here. The first lesson that I hope people pick up on is trusting the process. Um, I, I ended up purchasing or following along a a program um, that I bought it's through catalyst athletics. And every day I'd come into the gym and I didn't know what I was going to do for that day until I opened up the app and just and saw it. So I never built up any days like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. Or it's just, I show up, I do the work. What, what did uh, Je- uh, Jeff say? He goes, just shut up and lift. Yep. Like that's it. So we met some pretty cool people here, by the way. So um, it was neat to well, see the... We'll get into that maybe in a... Yeah. The differences between the different lifters that we we encountered here, but um, I really liked his mentality of just shut up, do the work, and and lift. There's not a lot of reaction. So going back about trusting the process, that that program was designed to have me peak at this competition, and so there was no I didn't have any questions. I guess along the way, it was just do the work and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And did you enjoy the process? So the, there's, it's so people, it's, of, people often say you should enjoy the process, not necessarily the, like the outcome. Correct. And so to that, there's also a, a saying, if, the, if you do 10 gym sessions, there will be a couple that are terrible, mm-hmm. a couple that are good, and most of them will just be like pretty average days. And I felt that. Like there were days where I'm like, man, I'm not I'm yeah. not hitting anything. Like everything's slow, everything feels heavy. That Saturday that you were there watching me, mm-hmm. I was missing my openers. Like the clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is even happening? I was like, okay, I'm going to chalk it up. That's one of those couple crap days. And yep. that's just part of the process. So, And you don't let it get in your head. No. Nope. It's just one day moving on to the next. And then 
the Saturday leading up to it, I hit all my openers and then some. Actually, I hit all my second lifts. Yep. And they felt amazing. Fast, snappy, felt strong coming out of them. So, again, it's just trusting the process, knowing that there's going to be ups and downs. And that's that's part of it. So, I guess it's that's the expectation that, that I had going into it was there wasn't any expectation. <laughs> yes. So, any any outcome would have been... A good outcome. Yeah. All right. Now, here at the actual event, this is kind of the, I mentioned this a little earlier, the difference between the lifters that I saw and a lot, some of them had this, they were just so ramped up the entire time and not in a good way. Like Mm -hmm. getting in their heads, if they miss a lift, they'd like literally come back and like throw stuff against the wall. Like, what is that going to do to your mindset for your next lift? Like that just throws everything in the garbage. Because this isn't the end. Like I know this was kind of like your goal for right now, but the people that are at this competition, like they're, they're weightlifters, that's what they do. They've done competitions for years and they will probably continue to do competitions and lift for years. So if you let all of those get in your head just from this competition, you're going to take that back to your training. That's going to lead you to the next one. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting to see just the, the differences and the ones that just came, came out, did their lift, regardless of if they hit it or missed it. It was the same reaction. It was just like, What's cool. next? Yeah. What's the next thing? And you're just focusing on what, that's what I focused on is what's the next thing that I can do and focus on. So, um, prior, prior to going out onto the platform, I, I wrote these out it was either the night before or the morning of, um, but I've gone through the enlifted program. And if you've been a listener of this podcast, you know all about it. Um, there's one of the activities that we do or one strategy that we use called what if the good shit. And a lot of people will, what if the bad stuff like, Oh, well, what if I miss everything? And what if I bomb out? And you know, what if my weight belt snaps or what? Like literally anything. So people's, people's minds will get pretty creative. What ifing the bad shit that if that's all you're thinking about, that's, that's what's going to happen. My driving instructor years ago, uh, Howard, I remember his name. We call him Howard mm-hmm. the duck. Anyway, an important lesson was look where you want to go. And that I also learned that on my motorcycle course too. look, look in the direction that you want to go. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because if you look at all the bad stuff, what are you going to go towards? It's all the bad stuff. And so what ifing the good shit, I put pen to paper and I wrote down five what ifs. And this is, this is what they were. What if I make all six lifts? What if I get a new PR? What if I exceed my expectations? What if every lift feels fast and solid? And what if I enjoy my time on stage? And, so, and what happened? So after writing them out, and this was prior to me starting my warm up, I went into a room all by myself. I said them out loud slowly 
and took a deep breath in, deep breath out, and then I'd read the next one. And by the time, I couldn't even make it through the whole list, but I was grinning ear to ear, and the wave of positive emotion, I, I'm not able to describe what that emotion was, but it's as if all of those things had already happened. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could feel myself making all six lifts and I could feel myself getting a new PR and having a good time on stage. Like it was, it, it already happened. It was, it, I could feel it. And so what happened? <laughs> I <laughs> checked off every single one of them. It was crazy. It was it, absolutely crazy. All six lifts PR'd both the snatch and the clean and jerk. Like not just a competition PR, like legit actual Life, like lifetime PRs. PRs. <laughs> yeah. We exceeded expectations. You had numbers written down like that you had set for your lifts, which we ended up bumping up. Um, so we got a higher total than expected. All of your lifts felt awesome you didn't miss anything in warm-up you didn't miss anything on the platform and having a good time on stage when we got out there i was like have a good time he said i'm having the best time i am having a good time (laughs) this is a great time you know so it was neat i don't know it was neat to see and feel the experience uh of those positive affirmations and it's if, if I can, now I'm not going to, I can't go on record and say this, but I feel, I feel like I know what the world's numbers are and I'm getting really close to them now. <laughs> so, Shh, no. <laughs> uh, based, based on my lifts, uh, if you saw any of the videos on my Instagram or Facebook, um, yeah, they, they went up pretty, pretty good. I know I have more in me for, for both lifts because they both felt solid, especially the snatch. I know that one can can go up quite a bit more. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I have no plans. So uh, a friend asked me, so what's next? Uh, right now, the summer plans is to do CrossFit and camp. And that's it. That's the only <laughs> thing I have planned. Uh, I'll still lift a little, but it won't be dedicated uh, lifting. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I love after you're, we're done your lifts... You get you. You just got this this look on your face. I don't know if it was like surprise or you looked at me. You're like they all came true. They're all true. And then he ran back to his bag to get out the notebook. He wrote them down in, and he showed. He like flipped open the page. He's like they all came true, pointing to them at the book. So yeah, it was great. Yeah, and then actually, so after after the event, there was a guy that I was uh, warming up with, and uh, we ended up sticking around for the rest of the session and just helping him. So Joanne actually helped him with the snatches while I was still um, warming up warming your clean up and jerk. My clean and jerk. Yeah, because his numbers are just ridiculous. Absolutely bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we stuck around and helped him out, and uh, he ended up getting crazy ass numbers. I think cool. he got um, a competition total PR. Yes. He was one kilo under his all-time snatch. Um. But he really he could have made more than he did. It looked so easy. His name's uh, Jeffrey Morgan. Uh, if you if um, you like lifting and stuff, like lifting he's stuff. um he's pretty good. I am Jeff Morgan is his Instagram handle. So if you want to give yeah. him a follow, it's really awesome to watch. He's 
He says he's usually an 81 kilo lifter. So this time he, he didn't feel like cutting and he ended up staying in the 89 and just crushing. Just crushed it. Yeah. It was cool to watch. Anyway. And he was there by himself. So I'm kind of glad that you ended up like on the same platform warming up as him. I feel bad. Like he lives in Las Vegas. It's a long way to go by yourself. No coach no help to do any of the competition things like changing all of your numbers and lifts and watching the screens. And it's hard to do on your own. Counting and lifting and all that time management. There's a lot to it. I know as a, as a coach, it's, I enjoy doing it, but trying to coach yourself and lift, man, that's a, that's a whole different ball of wax right there. Anyway, this has been an absolutely incredible experience and it would not have been possible without um, all the support that I had along the way. So thank you for everyone that bought a, a, a bingo square, a, a raffle square from us, or bought some lip balm, or even wrote notes of encouragement, uh, or said good luck to me. I, I absorbed all of it, and I, I assure you that all of those notes and messages were with me when I was lifting and helped me lift that, those weights. So I, I truly appreciate every one of you. And, uh, yeah. So what's our takeaway? Our takeaway, trust the process. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to u- not use a negation here, but negation acknowledged, never underestimate the power of a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it's so powerful when it's used properly. If that's something that you want to, you know, if you have an event uh, coming up for yourself um, or some, some, something big in your life that you need that, that positive affirmation stuff and you want to coach, I can do some one-off sessions with people. So, um, yeah. Right on. That's it. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Here, from Orlando. Here in Orlando. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.